0: I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verdistello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago and the tide rushes forward ever still There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party, Campaign 3, The Rising Tide!
1: I'll sing you a song that all green folk know
2: last time on Join the Party.
0: Round one of the Bullseye Games are over, so everyone spills out into the nightlife of Small Key. In the crowd, Cammy runs into her old friend and first pirate mentor, Smelly Hayes, Umby gets owned by some teens, and Troy bumps into his childhood friend Lily Rose, who's very surprised to see him. The crew heads back to their competitor village, and there's a pirate bonfire going on. They hang and drink with their competitors, talk about what the salmon might be, and Three Lips gets really worked up about something. But most importantly, really, Cammy signs up for the early morning nerd tour to see the arcane barrier that surrounds the stadium. Do 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 You set your alarm for 4:30 a.m. so you can be first in line. Let's get the party started. black screen and then text appears day two bullseye games 5 a.m <laughs> yeah and then brandon can you play that bucolic Whoa. no not that one the, 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 no. can you play the bucolic symphony sound that everyone knows and
1: see the problem is that when you ask me it on tape eric it's funnier if i don't do it so, you should just ask. You should have just left it. and Then I would have done it. No, you should but... do it
0: anyway. I'm asking you so you remember. And okay, then you okay. cut me me doing it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it, got it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. I know. If I ask for it, you end up playing wack- Yakety Sax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Brandon, <laughs> true. can you play that one song everyone knows? I know you. I know you. You don't ask something straightforward to Brandon Google post production.
1: You should ask me to play Yakety Sax and then I'll play the bucolic thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll play the bucolic up.
0: We fade in on the morning after the Pirate Party bonfire. Frambois is asleep in the same chair she was sitting in. She's too close to the fire. Like, you know when it gets too hot and the grass wilts? Mm-hmm. The, the stuff coming out of her shell, the cracks in her shell, has wilted by being too oh, close no. to the fire for too long. That's bad. She should get away from the fire. Yeah. she. Oh, she's fine. She's seen worse. <laughs>
3: It's like when your hair dries out because you're too close to a fire. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, or like you singe like your arm hair when you mm-hmm. like your flambe goes up. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Julia?
3: Yeah. I flambe all the time, baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flambe, baby. Yeah.
2: Flambe, baby. Flambe, you better work.
0: <laughs> yeah, the camera holds on her and then turns towards the Sea Whip's competition cabin as we push in we hear the more hard snoring. We see Troy. How it remind me how Troy sleeps. Fully dressed. F- right. Fully dressed on mm-hmm. top of the Ready top of to blanket. Ready yep. We see Umby. Uh, how does Umby sleep? Uh, like a perfect little gentleman. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's just not true. Nightcap. <laughs> he has, I,
0: I like the idea you changed to
1: old man pajamas. Oh, mm. absolutely. Sorry. He, yes, you're absolutely right. Full. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah. Full satin, like top. Matching bottoms and matching hat, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're really going honk-few? Sh- sh- yes. Honk-shoe, honk-shoe. And yeah. even in this semi-magical realm, you see the letters appear in a text box as he's normal. Oh, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also, it is it is hard to hear because uh, laying on top of you is a relo. So- <laughs>
1: Why is he with me? He was supposed to be
0: with Troy! <laughs> He moved in the middle of the night. We cut to, you know, like a like a baby cam that's like so bad. <laughs> night vision. G- night vision. And you see Arella walking around like a cat in the middle of the night, <laughs> like trying to get comfy on top of various ones of you. <laughs> He's such a pervert. Did
3: Troy manage to pull Amber out of his pocket while he was sleeping though? Oh, can we roll for that?
0: Yeah, let's roll for that. Has a four? <laughs> no, no, you oh, don't. It. Damn,
3: it's all right, Troy. He didn't have the heart. He didn't have the heart. Get those, get those out now. Get yeah, those bad true, rolls true. out now.
0: Yeah, and as the camera turns to where Cammy is sleeping, Cammy, what's Cammy doing?
3: Cammy is not in bed. What are you talking about? Where's Cam- Cammy? Cammy is outside getting ready for the nerd tour that's about to occur. <laughs> Yay! Right. We. Like drinking a steaming cup of tea, Nani perched on her shoulder, just ready to go, like eager to greet the day. Oh, is Nani sleepy though? Nani is sleepy. Nani is not used to waking up open field style very early. Oh, so
2: cute.
1: (laughs) And she does she wakes up Eric and she does a big stretch.
3: Big stretch. Cammy pulls out another cup of tea, but instead of tea, it's just like warm salt water, and hands mm. it to Nani to drink.
0: <laughs> yeah, she Nani grabs it with five arms to make sure she doesn't drop it. <laughs> Faceplant. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yen you're like flipping through the Divine Rules Manual, and you see that there's like a bookmark in it, so you can flip to that page, and it's like one ticket for the nerd shit.
3: Thank you. It's like you knew I was coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I think Cammy is waiting outside, like near where the bonfire party was last night. Yeah. Now I forgot to ask while we were at the bonfire party, but oh, well,
1: you were drunk. It's fine. Yes,
3: I mean Cami wasn't, but Julia was. Julia was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Julia needs to start eating before we record. <laughs> yeah, I know
3: that's the problem. Was Kid Cervantes there at the party?
1: That's an incredible question. Yeah, yeah. Roll a d20. Let's see. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet yes.
3: (laughs) Eric, I'm wasting my nat (laughs) twenties on things like is Kid Cervantes (laughs) at this party?
0: Great. Well well, Camilo will tell you, yeah, Kid this was there the entire time.
3: It's kinda <laughs> like Did I talk to him and I just don't remember? Well, prob- I'm
0: probably you mm. know when like you introduce a character in like season three? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I've been here the whole time. And then like in a TV show. Yes. And then they show scenes from different perspectives yes. that has the character in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like
3: Jack Black in season two of Community.
0: Julia, exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking about.
3: I got you, buddy. I got you. That's
0: exactly what I'm thinking about. So yeah, there are different angles of various things happening. Like Troy punching Frambois. Kit Cervantes is just in the back. A <laughs> like single a big, eyebrow up. Big <laughs> cactus man. B- one eyebrow cock, Extremely good. I I also had written down, because I had this prepared, I just forgot to say it. Kid Cervantes is wearing big pants and a big scarf.
2: Oh. I thought he
0: was just in a pot. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, well, I didn't, I realized it didn't describe him that well. So in my my big pants, like big puffy pants, (laughs) and like a big wraparound blanket scarf cool uh that he has around his his prickly shoulders but i know no shirt always has cushion on him um and i like that throughout the night he's just in various places but he doesn't move he's always (laughs) just like in cowboy like his arms are in cowboy stance all the time and there's like a little tracker on his beer that he's been (laughs) the giant 32 ounce beer can he's been (laughs) holding the whole time foster size and it's like you can see there's a little tracker that's like 100 percent 60%, 40%. (laughs) 60%, 40%. <laughs> and no
3: one saw him drinking it the entire No, time. no one
0: saw him move at all. He's just in various places. He's always in the background of the <laughs> shot. So he has to be in different places around the party.
1: Does he have
0: two legs? That's a good question. I think so. Oh, I hate that. Oh, no. I don't know. No, no, no. Sorry. No, he doesn't have two legs. It just comes down like a like a cactus.
3: Because he doesn't move. Right. So it's like a maxi skirt. So weird. I was picturing him like the cactus Digimon from the first season of Digimon a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, good. Like, mm-hmm. I also good. love this vibe.
1: Now, Eric, is this scarf thing fashion or more like um, you found it around the house or it's been, you know, it's kind of tattered or, or is it like he, is he a fashionable cactus or is he just more like old school deserty kind of thing? Oh, he's a fashionable
0: cactus for sure.
1: Okay, okay, cool.
0: I mean, it certainly helps when you don't move. It helps your fashion <laughs> stay in place. God, I that's wish. True. In my head, so I already said that like cushion is colored with the pastiche of the american southwest sunset in my head the the pants are a burnt orange and the mm. cactus also has sunset ombre kind of dyed throughout of it
1: beautiful
2: tbh he sounds like every plus size influencer i follow who goes to palm springs
0: <laughs> i mean he is six seven yeah. and he's probably and he's broad so I'd, I'd take same. it same yeah same it's a
1: f- fas- fast fascist anything a factus.
0: A factus. Like yeah, it. factus is good. There
1: you go. Because otherwise
3: he's a fascist.
2: <laughs> <and> that's not, <laughs> not what you're going for, I don't think.
0: Fashion Cactus does feel like a blog I followed in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cami, yeah, you got your you got your ticket to go down to uh go to the, the nerd convention, uh seeing the infrastruct the magical and arcane infrastructure underneath small key stadium.
2: Yay!
3: Cammy's like, I can't wait to meet more people who have similar interests to me.
0: (laughs) A sweet little child. (laughs) True, true, true. true. Yeah, you head down from the competition village, walking through this town, and you see everything starting to open up. You want this to be like Belle? Is that what you want?
3: Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Cammy goes, bonjour, bonjour. (laughs) I learned that from Aubergine. Bonjour. Ahoy!
1: Ahoy!
3: Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy! Avast ye! Avast
0: ye! <laughs> that goes that tea witch with her secrets like always. <laughs> I wonder what the fuck her deal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you're seeing a bunch of these storefronts open. You see the grocer that you were in last night open up with kind of the actual owner and putting out like a lot of street side market. And everyone has tons and tons of stuff. There's a food... Here,
2: Barrels, gun nineteen. It's barrels. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> barrels so, of food. Yeah, so it's everyone barrels. is
0: putting out barrels of like f- of fruits and vegetables, and I guess wraps and sandwiches and things. You and water and drinks and things you can just, just kind of grab. Because again, small Key Island is a like event-based economy
1: <laughs> with the Craggy Islands everywhere. Eric, are there souvenir shops where they people have like made little um, uh, small stuffed facsimiles of each of the contestants? I would say so. I I could say so. Hold on, let, Brandon. Let me check my notes. Okay. Yeah,
0: th- that's there. You're right.
3: Eric, I'm gonna go go ahead and buy three Troy's.
1: <laughs> Editor's note: Eric didn't look at anything. He just held his hands up with nothing <laughs> in it.
0: <laughs> he looked down at it. He looked at his hands. You're right.
2: Maybe he's just looking within himself, Brandon. Maybe his notes are just in his brain, and
0: that's the difference. I mean, that's true. They are. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, for sale of the day. I remember. I remember you. You were down. I saw you really small earlier.
3: <laughs> you see me really small today, too. Oh, congratulations. Good luck. Thank you. All a... the luck to my buddy, Troy. Make sure you cheer for him in the audience. Yeah, don't <laughs>
0: worry. I knitted in all of his muscles.
3: <gasps> Fantastic. He'll be so proud.
0: <laughs> As you walk by, you see that there's a ton of regional cuisine. Uh, there are some like snacks that you can only get from various countries. Uh, little stalls around everywhere. Did you oh make gosh. Epcot? Eric, did you make Fantasy Epcot? I... Well, no, that was the last arc, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> that was the last arc, Brandon. <laughs>
2: this is very cute, though. It's an adorable little bazaar. I want to go shop in it.
0: Yeah, so you can see that people are, like, cooking up all types of stuff. And they've been cooking probably, I mean, it's already, it's 5.15 now. But they've been cooking for the last hour, getting ready for people to actually start walking up. Wonderful. Yeah.
3: Um, I think Tammy's going to look for an open fields delicacy. Please,
0: Julia, tell me what that is.
3: I think it is a bowl of. Hold on, let me think of uh,
0: human hands.
3: You know when you like plant garlic and then you eat the green stuff and like people saute scapes. that scapes. Oh, it's a uh, scapes and grits, baby.
0: Ooh, Ooh scapes and grits. Ooh. Yeah. Scapes and grits. Well, you and you look up and you see that compassion fruit snacks. Or uh, is the shack that's putting that out? Be like get your open fields grub. How are you supposed to follow the proper path? Uh, follow the proper path and never make any mistakes ever in your entire life if you don't have the protein and the protein and vitamins that you especially need
3: One scapes and grits please?
0: Oh absolutely. Well are you uh, are you somewhat you're uh, familiar with
3: this food? I am. Hello.
0: Oh, wow. Are you? <laughs> Ab- oh, for sure. I never know. Some people are just like interested in it. I figured I'd a- I'd ask. And if you're coming this early, I guess I'll make, I can make you something special. Do you want, uh, do-, do you want something extra? Sh- sure. I can give you, I can give you one of the good, one of the good scapes.
3: Sure. Thank you.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Uh, yeah, hold on. And uh, this passion fruit woman with like a big apron all the way around her passion fruit body oh. uh, reaches down into a very small barrel and pulls out a green onion. And then you see the bulb has a face on it. <laughs> it's like, you want? do you want this?
3: Um, <laughs> Can I just roll to make sure this is not going to turn into a person? This <laughs> is a cabbie thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Would that be arcana?
0: What, what are you looking for?
3: As we've talked about before, open fields is like we can – the things we eat are typically the same things that, like, we become, and so I need to make sure that this is not something that is going to become a person but rather was distinctly harvested to be food. Oh,
0: yeah, sure. Yeah, make an narcotic check.
3: Great. Uh, I rolled a 10. Not great, but –
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously because you're from open fields, this doesn't really phase you. Sometimes when fruits and vegetables are harvested, um, they have a face on it, and – Sometimes it tastes better. It, it like tastes more. <laughs> so uh, some people eat it, and some people don't, because it weirds them out.
3: All right, I think Cammy just goes. That looks delicious. Side me up.
0: Incredible. Oh. And yeah, she pulls out a cutting board and chops it, chops it up, <laughs> and throws it into your grits.
1: Great. And Julia, roll to see if you hear a scream, a tiny little scream.
3: Uh, I rolled an eighteen.
1: And I rolled nineteen. So yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tammy goes, "Thank you so much." Just scarfs it down with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> naughty Christ. grabs
0: a piece off your spoon that looks like that definitely looks like a nose and <laughs> pops yeah. it around.
3: Enjoy, baby. <laughs> yeah, cool.
0: You look around. There's yeah, and there's nice. other <laughs> there's other stuff around you. You there's some other open field stuff and all from the various countries and pirates. Though, uh, give me a perception check. It's a sixteen plus three
3: for a nineteen.
0: Great. So there is a a Crag's food stand. It's carved out of a piece of granite. Cool. It's cool as fuck. (laughs) With like an umbrella in it. Mm -hmm. And it says, out of stock, we'll be back later. Oh, huh. With a 19, also, you notice that that sucks for them because this is the rush once people start. Yeah. So if they're out of stuff, that's a big problem for whoever is running the stall.
3: That's a bummer. Maybe they'll be back when Troy wakes up in several hours.
1: Brutal. Absolutely brutal.
2: Hope it wasn't the rock rubs we got from the shipwreck. Mm. Mm.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. Could be. Mm. I
1: didn't know that Cammy was such a good shot that she could uh, snipe Troy from all the way across town.
3: (laughs) It's 5 a.m. What do you want from me?
1: Brandon, is it a a burn if it's true?
3: (laughs) Only if the person thinks it's an insult.
0: All right. Yeah. Kami, you're you're wandering your way down the boardwalk uh, and you get closer and closer to Small Key Island. I think it's always fun. I, I feel this way going into any sort of like big stadium. It's always fun trying to going when it's not busy. Uh, I was actually just at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn for a WNBA game, and it was actually pretty empty, and I was just like, "This is so weird." Is
2: that because of sexism? It's because
0: of sexism. Yes, it's because of sexism. And it was also Tuesday, but it was like, it was weird how empty it was. So I think it's like as you get closer, it's just this kind of like hulking building that's still.
3: Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. After seeing it full of life, and it's like look the difference between looking at someone who is alive and someone laying in their coffin, uh, it chills you a little bit.
3: Does it? Or it can I be like, wow, it's beautiful, like walking through a ruin. No, it's
0: that. It's that one. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as you get closer, yeah, you see that there's a group of folks standing outside, uh, and you see the, a grasshopper with an extra large clipboard. It's kind of jumping around, being like, okay, is everyone here? We're about to leave in five minutes. Five minutes. A boing, boing. And they have really <laughs> big glasses to demonstrate they're nerds. nerd. They're nerds.
3: Yeah, great. Who else is in the uh, tour group?
0: That's a good question. I wonder if there were some people that we knew who were in the tour group.
2: Well, I think in the tour group, there is a russet potato named Amanda McLaughlin. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was here two hours ago. I'm so excited for this tour.
3: (laughs) Kami goes, Oh my gosh, me too. I'm so excited.
2: It's amazing. I, all my friends were up late drinking, and I went to bed at 8 p.m. to make sure I was ready for the tour. I'm so excited. Incredible. Would you like to meet my octopus? Oh, my God, of course. Hi, my name's Amanda. I love infrastructure and books.
3: This is Nani. She also loves infrastructure.
0: And that means cars are the devil, public transit needs to rise. Oh my god, I (laughs) totally
2: agree. We should ban them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Just to ask, do your eyes, as a roasted potato, also have glasses on them? Yes. Okay, great.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. There are like six or seven little eyes sprouting.
0: Mm, Cool.
2: But this potato is only 31, so they're only sprouting a little bit. Okay, cool. Cool,
0: cool, cool. Um, Are there any other NPCs that we know who who are there?
2: Kami
3: goes, oh, and sir, you look excited to be here.
1: It's so early, and (laughs) you look and you see a radish that's, like, maybe, like, four days past its prime, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still got the radish tops, but, like, definitely thinning.
2: (laughs) A nice breakfast radish?
3: (laughs) A little, like, ombre
2: from red to white?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Is he also there with a coffee bean that is really excited to be there?
1: (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. And he also has a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I just think it's exciting that we get to get up, and by the time everybody else is waking up for their coffee and their breakfast, we're like, oh my god, I've seen infrastructure.
3: I know, right? Like, it's everyone else is wasting the day away.
2: I know, and then later when they say, like, what did you do today? I'll be like, I went on this tour, and they'll be like, oh, boring, stupid god. Do you want to, like, take a shot or, like, play a game? And I'll be like, sounds bad and dumb, and then I'll go fall
1: asleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would like it if this tour was three hours later.
3: (laughs) Interesting. Um... I think everything looks beautiful by the light of dawn.
2: <sighs> so nice. <laughs> so is the tour starting yet?
0: <laughs> so, all right. Is everyone here? Does everyone have their tickets?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: The coffee bean holds up two tickets <laughs> because because a ticket fell out of the radishes pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, welcome. It seems like all of you are interested Are all of you are attuned to the most interesting thing we have here at Small Key Island, which is of course the arcane infrastructure below the stadium.
2: Amazing. Yay! Yay!
0: All right. Well, I think that we're just going to go uh we're going to walk down the stairs that will lead us to the submarine area that can show that uh, can show off exactly what's been put together. Uh, since the construction of the stadium.
2: Can I ask questions now, or should I hold them?
3: I was about to ask a question.
2: Oh, man. I didn't
3: even consider
2: asking if I could ask a question. I just want to be polite and make sure the tour guide likes me at the end of it. That's the most important <laughs> thing. <you need laughs> about the mm-hmm. And then you leave a generous tip. Yes. Oh, I tipped them already. I tipped them before, oh, so that they think wonderful. I'm a good person. Yeah. yeah. You, mm-hmm.
0: you see the <laughs> you see the the, the grasshopper slide a piece of amber into their pocket. Be like, yeah, you can ask questions, whatever you want. I can't stop you. Mm-hmm. Thanks.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, j- j- What's the grasshopper's name? <laughs> Jalambi.
1: Don't you
2: yep. That's How do you spell that for me?
1: I thought Amanda was just making a noise until the grasshopper would fill in the name.
2: J A L A M B Y. Okay. Yeah,
1: exactly Jalambie. what it says on my on my name tag. <laughs> thank
0: you.
1: You look the camera does a hard uh close up pivot to the name tag and it just says J and then it's just like water stains, so <laughs> you can't really <laughs> tell what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the uh, the
0: grasshopper leads the group down below the stadium, and you're kind of going down uh, these stone stairs. It's like, yeah, these stone stairs were actually carved directly into the side of the island. Uh, that's just kind of keeps everything in place. There's no actual joints. It just kind of stays propped up on itself through physics. And everyone goes, ooh,
2: physics. Wow, so what kind of Physics.
0: Wow.
1: The ones that exist. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. How do you make sure that they don't shift?
2: Um, I feel like they're probably going to get to that later in the tour.
1: I'm sorry. What's your name? Amanda. Cool. So how do you make sure they don't shift? Wow. Uh,
0: f- a g- great question, and I love your enthusiasm. The way that we make sure it doesn't shift is that it's actually balanced based on the flow of the Great Salt Seat. Uh, cool. The entire ring of Vertistello is a, r- is a ring, uh, but the center is where everything kind of balances. Imagine Vertistello, I don't know, is maybe some sort of Beyblade or top. Wow. I was thinking top, and then you said Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> and the center of gravity actually is strongest here in the mid center of the donut or Beyblade.
2: Interesting. So we're in the middle of the whole world right now?
0: Absolutely.
3: This is the exact center. Wow.
0: Well, no, it's not the exact center. There is a I, there is an island. Uh, there's an island and an entire uh, tourist industry propped up around being the exact center of Vertustello. I'm oh. saying that the the Great Salt Sea is the, as being the center. The Great Salt Sea is, has the strongest pull to keep everything in place, and of course we reinforce that with uh, with our arcane barriers.
3: Interesting.
1: Are you saying that there are people at the? I'm sorry, I'm new to Vertustello. Are you saying that there are people <laughs> Sorry, I never studied geography. What's up? <laughs> people have been to the exact center of Versailles already?
0: Oh, yeah, over the last over the last fifty years, absolutely. That was one of the first things people did. And no one found the salmon? No, it turns out the salmon was not in the center. I it was the first place that most people looked. It was actually the current the current builder uh, took uh, the current builder took time away from their stewardship of hothouse to find the exact center of uh, to find the exact center of the Great Salt Sea. Because in his words, well, it's obviously the most logical place to put something. So I'm going to go check it out. Hmm. It wasn't there. Interesting. What was nothing? It was just water. Well, now there's probably a sign that says the center for Estello. You know? Yeah, exactly. And now there's.
3: Did they look under the water?
0: I could only assume so. I feel like okay. we would have found it by. They would have found it by then. Hmm. But I'm just a humble tour guide. I don't know everything about the secrets. But
2: you're doing a great job. Thank you're you. Doing great. Jolambi, um, can you tell me more about the exact sort of arcane rituals that are protecting the island?
0: Absolutely. In fact, I think that we'll be able to see it right. Now, as Wee! all of you, yeah. as all of you get to the bottom of the stairs, and you're kind of Cammy, you're neat. You're back, kind of on the other side of the stadium, mm-hmm. underneath the stadium, but you're on the other side, okay. uh, where the ships pulled in is on the far side of the stadium, which is like overhanging onto the water. The stadium is over the water, mm-hmm. uh, and enough for. Uh, large ships to kind of pull under and park right, in those. Right,
3: because we originally sailed in underneath it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, exactly. So, and you're kind of like on that far side with the overhang and a very small kind of like little island where like the legs, <laughs> the legs of the stadium are propped up. But you're on the island side now and you kind of see how much is overhanging the island from below. A third of the stadium is propped up on the edge of this island and then the middle 60% is overhanging the water and then the final 10% has these big, Big stadium legs that are jammed into this kind of very small, like almost sandbar island uh, sort of thing. Cool. Which is where all of you uh, pulled in. It's tight
2: as fuck. Sounds lovely.
0: Yeah. And you can see now there's a reason why we do this tour (laughs) very early to make sure we have the (laughs) proper clientele, but also.
1: What does that mean?
0: (laughs) That's us. Of
1: appreciators. Oh, okay.
3: I love appreciating. It's my whole thing. You know, it's funny when Amanda does an impression of herself. It sounds like Cammie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the thing is that I can't do an impression of myself on a tour because I would be silent the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> writing, <laughs> writing down notes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also, this particular angle at this time will be able to give you the clearest idea of this arcane barrier. You see that the sun rises to exactly 602, and the sunbeams catch something that kaleidoscopes out.
3: (gasps) It's beautiful.
0: Beautiful colors in in different fractals, like it's passing through both glass and a spider web. It's something more substantial than a spider web, but more transparent than glass. It catches the light and rainbows in
1: various colors
2: beautiful image
1: that's the name of my chat book (laughs) that whole the whole description something more than a spider web something
3: more substantial than a spider web yeah more translucent than glass yeah yeah.
0: i will send you my switch light if you get that tattooed on your (laughs) (laughs) so just that's just out there this is out there As soon as the the first pirates came here and established Small Key, the island, the grasshoppers in the area decided that they wanted more people to enjoy this. And they put together this stadium just from various things that that were lying around here and in the sea and on other islands.
2: Pirates are so resourceful.
3: <laughs> so all of the things that make up this magical barrier were just lying around?
0: No, that's the stadium. The magical uh, barriers were pulled together by that one scary grasshopper who's all of our cousins, who dev who knew how to do magics. Jesus What's his Christ. name?
3: <laughs> Is he still around?
0: Yeah, Alphonse oh, Al, we don't you don't want to talk to Alphonse. You don't. Where can I find him? <laughs> We don't keep. Part of his whole thing is we don't keep track of him. Okay. But he's. he's Supposedly, he's around for maintenance. But it seems like things are going pretty. Things are going pretty all right.
3: Yeah. Can I ask? I understand it's very dangerous out here on the Great Salt Sea. Mm-hmm. But was there anything in particular that you were protecting yourselves from putting up this magical barrier?
1: They're like monsters.
0: From below you, you feel a big. <laughs> what was that and then you hear <laughs> <gasps> 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 what?
2: oh no are we in <laughs> danger
0: uh, tour guide oh, protect there's me there's nothing to worry about see you're actually this is incredible you're going to be able to see the arcane barrier in action and every time you hear the whoop, the vibrations reverberate through the arcane barrier like uh ripples on a pond wow and you're sure that thing holds Oh, absolutely. It seems like the sea monsters are getting our, are up to their more their morning breakfast, and we're very excited about it.
3: I'm very familiar with sea monsters that like to have an early nosh in the morning.
0: And then you feel more whoop, whoomp, whoomp, three more big slams against the arcane barrier.
3: Can I just super quickly roll an arcana check and like make sure that this is functioning and there's no weak spots or anything like that?
0: Oh, sure. Oh, Amanda and Brandon, you also have stats. <laughs> so you cool. can also roll for things
1: as well. <laughs> Do I just have all negatives and everything?
2: She <laughs> <laughs> did Erica Sinus.
1: Only only if you ask me nicely. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um I rolled a twenty two.
0: Twenty-two for Arcana. Wow, mm-hmm. eighteen
3: plus four.
1: That's very good.
0: So you're looking up uh, Alphonse Harry Legs certainly as a magician out on the water or whatever kind of magical user he was. Seems like he did it this pretty good in a pretty good way. He set up arcane pillars on each one of the legs. Of the stadium and also then double checked it against the circular structure, mm-hmm. like a, in a real hub and spoke model, like the, the spokes of the wheel touched on each one of the stadium parts and then came down onto the legs, which then became like the cylindrical bar- arcane barrier. With a 22, you do see a bead of sweat running so delicately down the forehead of this grasshopper giving the tour. Oh, no.
2: Cammy does not say anything to not cause a panic (laughs) among everyone else that's around here. Amanda the Russet Potato is going to uh, crouch down near the... Like, is it like a wall or a floor? Like, what's our relationship to the barrier? Yeah, I
0: feel like that you're, it's kind of like you're walking down these stone steps and now you're below the stadium at sea level. And I think that you're kind of on this stone platform, Mm -hmm. which has been carved in, literally carved in the island. So you can, you look up and you see all the stadium, you see the stadium, which is above you. And then imagine below you, there's a cylindrical arcane barrier leading all the way around. So you can't touch it, but it's like 20 feet away. The stadium itself is 20 feet away, but you're right at sea level, so you can see it exactly where it's happening and you see the reverberations both through the water you can even look down and there is a big dark mass yes. slamming <laughs> against something down there
2: yeah canny waves <laughs> that's what Amanda the potato is going to uh crouch down and kind of look at and i would love for her to roll insight on something related to what exactly kind of creature is trying to get through the barrier and is it
0: cute because added, I know Amanda to the Rusted potato pretty well, I would say this is nature, uh-huh. and I'm sure you have a plus two to nature because Yay. you love animules. Can I revise? I should have been
1: a stalk of celery. <laughs> you can still be a stalk of celery. Are you still thinning on the top? Uh-huh. My celery leaves are thinning on top. Okay.
2: <laughs> are you, Brandon, are you a little limp? Are you a little, um like, pliable?
1: Yeah, like a, yeah, 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 exactly. Like,
3: if we bent you, you would not snap, you would simply bend.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So everyone mm-hmm. imag- who was imagining radish, imagine now I'm a stock of celery. Okay. Yeah, like you're it.
0: so much taller than the coffee bean who's holding <laughs> your hands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rolled a 14, plus 2 for a 16.
0: 14, plus 2 for sixteen. Uh, Well, first of all, it's not cute. <laughs> On some level, when you live that far below the water and you're that big, it's impossible. You're you're outside of the cuteness factor.
1: Sure. Wow, that's very vicious of you. I don't know, Eric. <laughs> there are very cute animals down there. You know. You know. Not,
2: not in the depths.
1: No, not, all in the not all the way down. I think there. you just need to reframe what your idea of beauty is. <laughs> Wow, it's wow. my fault. I, I have such a, I care Excuse so me, much Eric about loves tradition. loves
2: his bulbous tuber wife, so <laughs> he'd be maligning his taste right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lumpy heirloom tomato somewhere that's like, I love my tuber wife. <laughs>
2: yes, I would be married to a nightshade. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, Tom Brady doesn't want to eat me. No. Uh, he's afraid. And we're like, stay away. Um, what's down there? Um... Hey, everyone, please move back from the side of the, from the side. Su- please, ma'am, please don't lean your entire body over the water. It's, it seems like not.
2: Oh, I can't pet it? That's not good? No, it's
0: too deep down there. You cannot reach. Oh. So you're getting hustled away from the side. It's big, and I think it's deep enough that it still kind of just looks like a circular mass down mm-hmm. there. It's big, though. Got it. Which is what I, Which is all I can tell you with sixteen.
1: Like, for our comparison, not in world, but, like, the size of a car, the size of a, like, a house. Whale? A whale? A whale? I don't... I don't, yeah, I would say whale,
0: or at least it's just the magnitude of knowing, like, I don't know if any of you have been whale watching, or have been on the water for that long, and seen something big down there that then breaches, and it's just like, it's wild to think how small we are on the water, and it's just like something, you know it's down there, and only once you breach, you're like, oh, that was a whale, but it could have been anything, and it's big. Could have been Godzilla, who knows? Yeah, I would say whale. Yeah, let's say whale.
2: Yeah, bigger than our vessel, so to speak. Certainly.
0: Oh Some might say you might need a bigger boat. Continue. <laughs> they might.
2: Oh, I sorry. I um I thought that uh I thought that is this like not usual? Is this not usually how it's sort of enthusiastic they are? I sort of assumed it's one of those tours where like, you know, you like put out a little bait in the beginning so we, you know, like see something live and we come back and
0: tip you at the end and <laughs> Ordinarily, we do throw some things in the water just to make them happy. But it seems like they're getting plenty of food on their own. Sort of oh. a little more lively than we anticipate Wait, in the morning. They oh, they eat plenty of stuff. They forage for themselves down in the deep. Or sometimes they come up and it's something that uh, all you pirates out there need to be aware of. But it seems like they might have gotten... Some extra food that we weren't anticipating, but I don't think it's anything to worry about. This one particular fella just seems to be a little more enthusiastic this morning, which all of us could be. Am I right, coffee bean lady? She goes, woo. And she
1: goes, chew. <laughs> 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 oh, that's what you were doing. I see now. <laughs> yeah, why do you
2: think <laughs> I was talking her about
3: bean? I don't know.
1: I was confused.
2: Because she's the, coffee, she's the ghost. coffee ghost holding your hand.
1: I thought I was just alone on this tour. No. (laughs) There's a coffee bean who picked up your ticket after you dropped it. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, thank God I'm so bland, huh?
2: I'm pretty worried (laughs) because I'm highly
0: nutritious. That's right. That's where we want everyone to back off. This They don't feed on green folk. There's nothing for you to worry about, but you just definitely do not want to be in the area when they're getting excited.
3: No, you know, typically they feed on ships, like the ones
2: that have been coming to the island
1: this yeah. whole time.
2: Is this, like, not a good time to be doing a tour if there are a ton of people and also ships in the
1: I mean, the
0: there is always a good time to be doing a tour. It's definitely arch- not at 5 a.m., all right? right? already
2: tipped you, Jalan, but You can <laughs> <laughs> level
0: with us. In the, studio, it's on, in the studio audience, the studio audience, stands and claps. <laughs>
3: hey, hey, uh, hey, Jambly, what was your name? Jambly, Jillambi hey, Jalambi yeah, come over here for a sec.
0: Uh, all right, everyone, um, keep looking at it. It's beautiful. It's one of the Planters miracles. Yes. How can I help you?
3: You know that thing ate a ship yesterday, right? Or two days ago? You know that thing ate a ship like two days ago, right?
0: I mean, that doesn't surprise me.
3: Yeah, so is that why it's like very enthusiastic right now?
0: I can't say what was on the ship or things or the various things that where it was holding or mm.
3: who was there. They so don't... you think, so you think that something on the ship might have gotten it a little like super excited?
0: I'm not a. Deep You're not se- at liberty to say. I'm not a deep <laughs> sea cryptozoologist. <laughs> I can't. Uh, no, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be zoo. What's a plant scientist? Botanist. I'm not a crypto-buttologist. I can't <laughs> say for sure why, what or why something's happening to our fellas in the deep.
1: I'm sure a buttologist. Am I right, studio audience? Woo! <laughs> Kiss her! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, it was one of those horny 90s sitcom audiences that got
1: over there. Kiss!
3: <laughs> Kiss!
1: <Kif! laughs> I think mean, it's escorted out by security.
3: Hey, listen... I know you're not. That's not your expertise. You know who I would love to talk to, whose expertise it might be.
4: Hmm.
3: Your your cousin Alphonse. I know you guys don't keep track of him, but like, who maybe might know vaguely where he is? That would be helpful.
0: It's our. It's the policy of Small Key Island that we don't allow. We don't disturb Alphonse Legs from. His important work. I'm going to laugh every time you say that. <laughs> <laughs> From his important work of magics and the arcane. Uh, it's part of the deal that we have you to keep our family together and happy. I guess you can talk to the mayor if you'd like, if, you have, if they have time. Um, but, you know, they're very busy. He's very busy, especially, because, uh, especially during bullseye season.
3: Can Nani try to pickpocket this guy and take the amber that character Amanda gave him while we're talking about this?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure. I love that Julia is so amber motivated. It's great. Well,
3: I have a motivation here, so.
1: I know, it's amber.
3: Okay. Uh, Am I adding stealth or sleight of hand?
1: A
0: sleight of hand.
3: Okay, uh, so that is a 17 plus 2 for a 19.
0: Uh, Yeah, how do you do it?
3: I think while I'm talking to this guy, I have an arm around him and Nani slurps from my one shoulder (laughs) onto his shoulder, then picks his pocket and then slurps back. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, as a gentleman who just rolled a one, uh, Nani does that. Gracefully and beautifully, <laughs> and uh, this grass- grasshopper has absolutely no idea. I think there's a moment where Jambly gestures with their hand, who's whole that's holding the clipboard, and Nani stuck to the back of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Cammy like nods approvingly, like "Yeah, baby, yeah. good job."
0: Yeah. Who then and slurps back into the holster and drops an amber into your hand,
3: <laughs> and then Cammy holds out their hand and is like, "Well." Would one piece of amber perhaps uh, inform me where I can find Alphonse?
1: Question, actually, Eric. Yeah. Is amber just the pirate currency, like the sort of assassin's coin thing? Or do normal people also get excited about amber?
0: So, great question. So, in John Wick you can pay assassins coins at the hotel and you can give it to the sommelier who gives you guns etc so it's like if you are in the pirate business the your main form of currency like the blooms you throw everywhere for any reason uh, but amber is when you're you're actually spending money
1: cool
3: like the fact that we're on the great salt sea means that amber currency is useful even if you're not a pirate absolutely yeah.
0: so you can still yes. give it to yes. the pirates yeah, yeah yeah got it cool mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's like yeah, okay, you can go to the top of the inactive, undersea, oversea volcano.
3: Wonderful. Thank you. Ja- Jalambi? What was it name? <laughs> Jalambi. Jalambi. It's Thank J- you, it's Jalambi. It's Jason.
0: Fuck. Oh, God, I oh gotta get a new one. Jason? Yeah.
3: I appreciate the work that you're doing. Keep it up. And I know it's hard sometimes when a giant monster is attacking, you're not certain why it's doing that, to keep calm. I appreciate you keeping calm for these, you know normies.
0: Just don't don't tell any of the other grasshoppers I told you this is gonna I won't be invited to the I won't be invited to the next Harvest Day festival.
3: <laughs> I would never. It's gonna Jason, be so much I drama
0: so much drama. I will get so many letters from f- okay. from my cousins.
3: Yeah. I'll just tell people that I read it in the tea leaves and I found Alphonse on my own. It's
0: true. If I would Yeah. Okay. High five? No. Jason walks away.
3: Can't (laughs) be (laughs) pouts.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, all right, does anyone have any other questions? It seems like it's getting a little rowdy here, so we should head back up, but I can answer any other questions about the creation of the stadium that you want.
2: Yes. Thank you, Jason. Sorry, it seems like we are both just question askers, and I, in my life, love other question askers. Um, unless I feel threatened by them, then
1: I want to be the only one in the room. Um, so anyway, no, no,
2: I was just going to thank him
1: for his time. Oh dear God, let's get out of this room. We're about to get murdered by this m- m- monster thing.
2: Um,
3: sure. It's a
1: tour. You can just leave. You can leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can leave.
2: It's fine. Um, weird. Um, energy. But uh, no. What I would love to know is what do we do in case of an emergency?
0: Actually, it's really simple. We have a three point plan. The first is. Bow, 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 bow. Tonight, it's day two of the Bullseye Games. We're back in the locker room, and everyone has been properly fueled and don't have hangovers anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, it's Amanda, and this mid-roll reminds me of the smell of... Announcement! Eric and I are going to the UK, okay? Eric? and I are going to Manchester, England, oh just like the hair song on August 19th, 2023, where along with Jasper Cartwright and a special guest, we are doing our first ever non-US live show. Guys, this is your chance. I can firmly say your only chance for 2023 to see me and Eric in Europe. So, if you live in the Europe, if you live in the UK, if you want to like visit friends or family in England, now is your time time, okay? If you're like, oh my God, I live in like Belgium or Finland or whatever. Guys, uh, we drive further than that for our favorite gas stations, okay? You gotta come over. We're going to visit game stores, arcades, cafes, pubs. Wonder why it's so hard to get ice in our drinks. I'm going to order so many ciders. I can't wait. So get your tickets now to see me and Eric and Jasper Cartwright in a special guest, playing games and answering advice questions and so much more right now. Get it right now for August 19th dot gamesandfeelings.com slash live. That link is also in the episode description. Okay, guys? gamesandfeelings.com slash live. Okay, back to the usual mid-roll. The smell that I was talking about, it's honeysuckle. It's a good smell. Welcome to our newest patron, Drew Peterson. We can only make this show because you, Drew, like you right now, Drew, Peterson and all of our other patrons support us with your money each month for just five bucks a month. You can know that you're making the show possible and also get a biweekly podcast from us party planning. And also you have access to our patron only discord, which is the best place on the internet, TMTM. And at even higher amounts at $8 a month, you can get ad free episodes. All right. You don't have to dwell with me in this middle. I-, I get it. You don't have to be here. You can go ahead and skip it with ad free episodes. You can get video clips content and bonus content like bloopers from every single episode at $10 a month, or you can even have private office hours with Eric where you talk about games you are running or playing or really anything games related that you want, or even, and you can be in an episode with us. You can have a custom one-shot with all four players. That's for nobody's ears but your own. That we play with you. A one-page RPG of your choosing from a list that we send you. It's been incredibly fun. That's where we first played Battle of the Brontes. We could do Mothman, all kinds of stuff. And that can be yours if you join the Patreon at the highest level. All right? Patreon.com slash pod. This week in Multitude, if you've ever wondered what life would be like on a planet different from our own or how writers create your favorite fictional worlds, you can wonder no more because astrophysicist and folklorist Dr. Moya McTeer explores fictional worlds every episode on Exolore, one of the Multitude member shows. In fact, Dr. McTeer was just in Washington, D.C., testifying in Congress about the effects that AI may have on human creators and how AI should not be used to displace human artistry. She's incredibly informed about it. She's great about communicating it. And on Exolore, she explores fictional worlds, she builds them, she interviews professional world builders and reviews worlds that have already been built. You can subscribe to day, and you should, by searching for Exolore in your podcast app or going to exolorepod.com. We are sponsored this week by Shaker and Spoon, a wonderful small business based here in Brooklyn that teaches you to make great drinks. They teach you how to mix up bar quality cocktails from recipes designed by award winning mixologists, all while exposing you to new flavors and combinations and demonstrating a range of what each spirit can do. Whether you love cocktails or you want to, or you want to buy a gift for somebody, maybe bring an incredible gift for like somebody who's hosting you or having a party, or you you want to start experimenting with, let's say you're not a huge drinker and you want to get into mocktails and figure out what you can do with low or no alcohol drinks. All of those things are available to you with Shaker and Spoon. For just $50 to $59 per month, you can skip or cancel any time, by the way, or just give a couple months as a gift. They send you everything you need except the spirit to make a bunch of incredible custom cocktails. Every box comes with three recipes and the materials you need to make 12 to total drinks, for of each recipe. Stuff like simple syrups and bitters and limes and tools, stuff that you may not have at home, they're incredible. They have like a tiny dark chocolate or little, you know, citrus garnishes or like a nutmeg nut to, you know, do shaving on top. Stuff that like I would never do for myself because I'm lazy, but really make cocktails, mocktails, whatever you have, incredibly fun and delicious. So go to shakerandspoon.com slash join the party Pod to get $20 off your first box. That's shakerandspoon.com slash join the party pod. And finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life we are faced with some tough choices, and it's not always clear which way we should go. Maybe it's something big around your career or relationships, or something small, like daily choices, or something that shouldn't be a huge deal but is really blowing up in your head. And therapy can be a really helpful way to stay connected to what you really want while you navigate your life so you can face those choices either with less trepidation or with more confidence even and excitement about what's to come. Therapy is really, really helpful for me when I am facing those kinds of decisions, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel like, God, there's like no way I can know what's right and what I should do, and talking to my therapist about how I can make decisions and what's important to me and reminding myself in that space with expert help, what I should be focusing on and what kind of life I want to be leading is incredibly useful. And without it, I'd feel pretty lost. And when I could not find affordable in-person therapy near me, it was super useful to be able to use BetterHelp. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. So if you've been thinking about trying therapy or an online therapy solution would be really helpful for you right now, try BetterHelp. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now, let's get back to the show. Oh, you guys party like that every night on the circuit? It's amazing, bruh. Do you
1: think plants would get hangovers?
2: Yes. Wilty, yeah, like build up of salts or def-
1: oh you know. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah,
0: lactic mm-hmm. acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like calcium deposits. Yeah,
1: calcium deposits. Yeah. Calcium yeah. deposits.
2: Yeah. Troy's just uh, pumping iron, glistening, looking around the room, getting stoked, giving little like winks and finger guns around to his new friends, and assiduously avoiding three lips.
1: Umby is next to Troy just massaging each bicep. (laughs) One bicep or the other. Troy has two. He's double jointed.
2: Every time we talk about Troy's muscles I in the studio make a little muscle and I just do have to point out that my arm looks exactly like a chicken breast and so I just want everybody to have that uh, that
0: visual.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the funniest thing you've ever said and the most nonsensical. (laughs) Amanda,
3: I love it. It's great.
0: Yeah, you're, you're back in the locker room just like the before the first contest. Certainly some people are a little less cold to you. Uh, everyone, when folks come in and say hi, Frambois does not call all of you stupid under her breath continuously as you're oh, doing good. it,
1: which is good. That's improvement.
0: Yeah. Archimedes is hovering around Umby like a moth to a flame. Nice. uh ask peppering him with questions and going, oh, ho that one must have been a lie. I'm going to
1: ask again to see if I get a
0: different answer from my trickster
1: oracle. <laughs> I just want to say that Umby is very into it. Like it's not annoying, like he's super mm-hmm. into this. Yeah. You
0: know? Umby pretends he's grumpy, but he's like he's like, Oh, stop more, please. No stop.
1: Oh, yeah, more, exactly, more, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: When Frambois walked in, Troy like pointed across the room, made eye contact with her. She made eye contact with him. And then he's like, what's up, bestie? Respect you.
0: Once, <laughs> once the competition is done, we will go back to the conflict dug into our land. But for now, we will just compete as equals. And they do like the strong man <laughs> arm grab. Like forearm yeah. grab. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. The predator grab.
0: Yeah, yeah. They predator grab each other. In the corner, three lips is sulking. Um, there are more Breakstone and Crag security people around him than before. There was like one kind of just lingering around all the time, and maybe there mm-hmm. were like, you said, saw two, like waiting around for him uh, before, but now there's like four kind of standing awkward, not nah, standing um, noticeably mm-hmm. in the locker room.
2: Is Radbert here yet?
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, um, Radbert? Sorry, you were standing directly next to me. I didn't even notice you. Um,
3: oh, yeah, that's my thing. I finally figured out who Radbert reminds me of, and it's the guy who has a crush on Helga from Hey
0: Arnold. Bra-
1: it's Brainy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, yeah, what's up?
1: You just thought Radbert was an actual locker because of his suit of armor and it wasn't moving? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you slam his breastplate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, if I give you like a note, could you sort of like engage in a stealthy mission with me and get it over to to, to three lips?
0: Huh. Yeah, huh. there's so much drama happening with competition. That's why I love the I love doing the bullseye games. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. What's, what's up?
2: Thanks, man. Be doing me a solid.
0: If I need a favor, will you do one in return?
2: Yeah, this can't come back to bite me. Of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's. Bros do favors for bros. They do, but you don't have to say the, the quiet part out loud like that. Like, I'm not going to make you do something terrible. Do
2: you have thoughts that you don't say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good point, yeah. <laughs> Good point. All right, yeah, what, what do you need?
2: Here. And then uh, Troy passes over a note that he wrote earlier in the morning.
0: Like, yeah, who do you, mean you want me to give it to? Uh, a big, big droopy petals over there?
2: Yeah, that's what we called him in basic. Yeah, he has that'd a be vibe, yeah. that'd be great. I don't know why there's so many like security around there, but um, if you can like be super stealthy, that would be great. And Troy's going to give him a, a clap on the back and hopefully impart a little bit of assistance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just like morally, you know.
0: Yeah. Radro uh, goes. Yeah, okay. Okay. And you see Radbert, wa- Radbert like, walks over to the other side of the locker room. You can't really hear it. And he's just, like, offers the note through through, through the sword. <laughs> so stealthy, bro. So
2: stealthy. That- right? like, watching in a reflection of, like, <laughs> like, a light bulb. being like, oh, shit.
3: Offering
0: <laughs> the letter through. be, like, you see three lips is, like, pouty. And then he turns around and grabs it. And he's, like, all right. And you see Radbert give you a shrug and then, and then walk out to the field.
2: Cool. Eric, I'm going to text
0: you. Sure. Yeah, you can text me. it that?
3: Check your phone, Eric. Gosh.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good.
3: Meanwhile, Cammy has returned and is like, I brought souvenirs. What'd you get? Dolls of Troy. Whoa, those are awesome. One for each
1: of us. Oh, thank you so much. My favorite
0: thing is how defined the yarn abs are. It's Arello. I've been here looking at people undressing.
1: I don't think you're allowed to be in here, Arello. Oh, that's right. I
0: have other secret things and people to rub up on. Toodaloo.
3: Havana, can you escort Arello out, please?
0: Yeah, don't. It's even worse when you announce you're looking at people undressing. (laughs) Get out. It's somehow worse. It's worse. It's definitely worse. Get out.
3: Also, Troy, when I was on my cool, very cool and not nerdy at all tour... Oh,
2: you're nerd shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, one, met a potato that I feel like you would love. <laughs> and two... Um,
2: um, I don't really have any friends that has potatoes, but, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm open. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: and two, the sea monster that the whole island is protected against with this big arcane, like, net thing... Yeah. Um. Was really rowdy, and the green folk giving the tour kind of implied that maybe it had ate something that got it all riled up.
2: Like grubs? And
3: then, maybe like grubs, but I was thinking of the other ship that got wrecked, and maybe it ate something on there that it wasn't supposed to eat?
2: Yeah, it was filled with rock grubs.
3: (laughs) Right, but maybe it was filled with something else that we didn't see because a giant sea monster ate it like maybe like a, like a magic thing like something oh. that
2: wasn't rock grubs
3: something that wasn't rock grubs that would get a giant sea monster all amped up
2: yeah I mean I never, I never did much with magic back in the cracks but it, I guess it's possible like I, I don't know they never did the games when I was there either and uh, they also didn't kill people for not winning things so clearly some stuff has changed uh, but yeah maybe maybe it was
3: well, you remember how Three Lips was like, oh, yeah, top secret mission kind of stuff, being a little cagey, you know? Maybe, or maybe he didn't know at all, but I think there was something else on that ship that wasn't just delivering Three Lips to these games.
2: Okay, because we do call it Grub Tum when you have too many rock grubs, and then you are awake for, like, two to three days, and your tum does glow a <laughs> little bit. So it is possible it was the grubs, but, Cammy, you also might be right. I don't know.
0: I need to emphasize the absolute no-thoughts face that Amanda puts on when she does Troy. <laughs> it's my
2: favorite part of the week. It's incredible. Such a, such a relaxing trip. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I know he's kind of mad at you right now, but maybe we can find out more information about what was on that ship and why it might have pissed off and or empowered this giant sea monster.
2: Yeah, no, I, I just... Uh, actually uh rapport to me is solid. I'm uh, I'm trying to meet him later like tonight to just like hash some stuff out like bro to bro, but I can definitely ask him about that.
3: Wonderful. Now, let's go kick some butt in the games. Yeah! Go team. Cammy said butt. Sea <laughs> whip, go team. Speaking
1: of butt, and Umby starts sliding into his unitard.
3: <laughs> what what's that? Cammy turns around and is like, "What? What?"
1: Did you guys where, not wear... Where
3: did you get that?
2: Were you naked before? No. <laughs> is, the, is the unitard going over your clothes? Yes. Huh. Is it meant to be wrinkly? I thought that was just your skin.
0: It's both. <laughs> I love that you're putting on like an old timey strongman outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Did you not w- come up with costumes? I thought we said we were going to come up with costumes.
3: Everything I wear is a costume.
1: That's true.
2: <laughs> the whole world's a stage. Yeah, I mean, I, I can if you want.
1: I no, I think the less you wear, the better, Troy.
3: <laughs> Honestly, Troy, I think you should take your shirt off
2: for this competition. But then the arrows might hit me more.
3: Well, no one's shooting arrows at you this time. That's tomorrow. That's true. hmm. All right. Troy, take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sick, bro.
1: <laughs> I want to try one thing before we oh, go. Oh, please, go ahead. It might not work. Yeah. But I do want to try. So I have a potion thing called universal solvent, which is a thing that just uh, is a solvent. It dissolves glue. Got it. Yeah, it makes things that are unstuck, that are stuck, unstuck. Yes. So I'm curious, would any of these weapons that these people have, like I'm thinking like the water gun maybe, or the laser gun, be held together in some form or fashion by some adhesive... And would I be able to dissolve that in order to render it broken?
2: Uh, That's a good good question. That's a great question.
1: Obviously, the ethereal arrows, no. Right.
3: I mean, like, Archimedes' thing probably looks like it's all put together with stuff. Because it's, like, very techy.
1: Here's the thing.
0: If you wanted to try this on anything, I think you could as... Guns and most mechanics, except for divine ones, uh, are put together with stuff and probably have some sort of salt glue component, uh, which would definitely certainly mess up their stuff. The thing I would tell you is Archimedes is all
1: over you (laughs) because you're
0: his new grandpa. That's what I think. Okay.
1: I think what I'm going to try to do... Is I'm holding this universal solvent in like a water bottle, like a normal, you know, like a squirt one you find in the yeah. gym or whatever. And it says
0: Michael's secret stuff on it, yeah, for sure. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to be talking with Archimedes and sort of walking through the gym, just like very loudly gesticulating and being very gregarious, splashing and, things. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, I accidentally like hit Archimedes' hand one time and drop the water bottle onto. I think. The water gun is probably going to be the best chance I have here.
3: I'm with you. And he scored the top in the last competition, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to try to spill it onto the Kid Cervantes water gun. All right, friend. I think sleight of hand. I
0: think that this is your setup. This is about being sneaky. This would be sleight of hand. Okay. Um, that's a six. That's a six. <laughs> All right, I'm going to roll Perception for Famed Pirate (laughs) Mark Sharpshooter Kid Cervantes, okay? So it's probably pretty low. Yeah, it's probably negative two.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Roll a one,
3: roll a one, roll a one. Did you roll a one? Please tell me you rolled a one. Oh my God, please tell
1: me you rolled a one. I can't see it. I don't
2: know.
1: What does this mean? What does this mean? Eric, is it a one? Eric, is it a one? Did you get a one again? Eric, you can't roll again. I'm not rolling again. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, make a constitution saving throw <laughs> oh for me, my man. Yes. Constitution saving throw?
3: Was it a dad 20?
1: 12
3: total? Yeah. Oh, Brandon. how oh, you fucked up real bad. Okay.
0: So. <laughs> so <laughs> Archipedes is, is like wise trickster sage, is there anything you can tell me before I go out there and try to uh, overcome the overcome the obstacles you put in my place in order for, for this to become the greatest comeback that anyone's seen in the
1: Bullseye games? All you gotta do is believe in yourself and if that doesn't work sabotage everyone else <laughs> That's right <laughs> Yeah, I gesticulate wildly and drop it you, you drop it? Yeah, I like hit Archimedes' wing and just like go, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> as soon as the water bottle comes out of your hand,
0: just grazing your wrinkly fingertips, it immediately gets pinned against a locker with a two foot long cactus pin. <laughs> just... Cutting through the sheer metal of the lockers. And it kind of goes all the way through and hits like the stadium wall that's on the other side of the lockers it pinned it in such a way that it pinned it from the top like cutting right through a person's throat where the water just kind of dribble the solvent dribbles down into the locker unsticking uh, the wallet and shoes and socks of whoever was in, what was ever in there
1: oh my god thank you so much I'm, I'm so sorry I didn't mean to drop that so close to you I will be so much more careful in the future
0: and you feel the cold eye sockets of Kid Cervantes Silently staring at you, and as you look at Cushion, there's a knob on the side of Cushion, and it's turned to
1: sentry mode. Mm. <laughs> I give Kid a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you just kiss and this man? Kid
0: Cervantes gets up and hobbles over to you. It gives you a little kiss, <laughs> and then hobbles towards the, the door to the field.
4: Oh boy!
0: Hey, I mean, I tried. I rolled a nat. You're lucky. I rolled a nat one on punishing you. Unfortunately, So wow. you're lucky. That's good. That's nice. Good. Yeah.
1: But you did. The first one was not a nat one, but
0: the second one was. I rolled a natural sixteen plus a bunch, and then I rolled a one to see if if you got nice. harmed by the punish. Yeah.
2: um
3: I just want to double check the rules really quick for the contract
0: over oh, the contract yeah
3: because I, I want to know like what shenanigans we can get away with during this competition without like punishing Troy sure so could I use like a hex for example not on a participant but like on something else that might make their lives more difficult
0: I'd say yes I'd say yes to that as you check the rule book you can't directly harm someone while they're doing something. Okay. But before and after is totally fine because they it's it's part of the contest that you need to like double check your surroundings and double check your equipment and things. Right. As long as you're not using one of your various hexes of debuff while someone's actively participating, I think you're okay.
2: Okay.
3: As long as it's not on them it's fine, even if it's, like, while they're competing. I know you just said before and after. But, like, if it's something that I do while they're competing, but it's not a debuff on them and it's not, like, directly, like, on them, that's okay.
0: Oh, that's tread in the line. You're getting into the fine. You're really getting into the spirit of the game, which people argue on sports radio about for years. Okay. I'll think about it. Yeah, i will think, we'll think about it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's time for the second event of the Bullseye Games the paired showmanship round. Now for those of you who haven't been to the Bullseye Games, here is how it works. Each contestant will have three chances to perform a performative shot. This will be scored by five judges on a scale of one to 10 with a minimum of five with a maximum total score of 50. Each shot counts as completed if and only if their ammunition hits the target. Each shot should have one supporting person. However, you can have different supporting persons per each round, and uh, you can also have enhanced items, which don't count as people unless it takes a specifically a humanoid form. Each contestant will do two shots, and the final score will be determined by adding the two together.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Ba, 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 ba
0: Great. We're ready. Great. Yeah. All right. Yes, we are ready. Yeah.
1: Who do you think is going to pull off a triple axel in this round? Michelle Kwan. <laughs> Who is a ladybug. Yeah,
0: Beautiful ladybug. Beautiful ladybug. Powerful thighs. Most dots on a ladybug you've ever seen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think we get a montage of other people's contestants.
2: Oh, tell us about them. It's true.
0: Kid Cervantes goes out with an exact replica of himself. Incredible. (laughs) And they just just shoot thorns in the air that almost look like uh, synchronized swimmers. And then the thorns turn and he shoots and he shoots a thorn on a water jet through the circle and bullseyes right into a big target. Continuous thankful, brings out his incredible chaste wife. <laughs> and, they, and they pray, and it's beautiful. It almost looks like the Aurora Borealis as as an arrow kind of comes down from the heavens, uh, almost from the heavens, and slams in the middle of the contest.
3: Okay, Eric? Yeah. My
0: shenanigans. Oh, please. Okay.
3: So, when Continuous Thankful goes for the shot with his extremely chaste wife, yeah. what I would like to do is use one of my new hexes. Okay. Which is called Scurry. All right. A non magical object you choose within 30 feet sprouts legs and runs away. The object animates, wriggles free of its owner, and moves 20 feet in a direction that you choose. The object has an AC of 10 if its AC is not already higher and remains animated until your next turn or it is picked up.
0: That's incredible. What are we, what's scurrying?
3: Uh, the target is going to grow legs and scurry away. <laughs> but, not, ah! but not like a full 20 feet, just enough that he misses the target.
0: All right. Do I do anything, or it just happens?
3: It just happens.
0: Okay, it just happens. Yep. So what I'm gonna roll? I'm gonna roll for Arcana because he he's using a divine arrow, and I'm gonna see if Continuous can move this. I'm gonna say plus three.
3: Mm, uh, so tasiography. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> holy shit, Julia! Hey,
3: Herrick, that's gonna be a six total that he gets.
0: Holy shit! As it comes blazing down from the sky like a shooting star, the divine arrow slams down in a puff of dirt, and it lands a foot to the left of the target.
2: I am picturing, like, Mickey Mouse feet (laughs) on the target. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I'm picturing, like, Baba Yaga house chicken feet Mm -hmm. when I do
1: it. (laughs) And the crowd goes, yeah, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> <a tall laughs>
0: open
1: Whoa.
4: Field
0: someone who is so is so sure almost divinely so that what he was going to do was perfect it just didn't work out for him
3: Cammy locks eyes with Havana and it's like
0: <laughs> 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 I don't want to be involved I don't want to be involved in the middle of this it's fine yeah he's really rattled on the second one because it's exactly the same he doesn't mix it up at all uh, and his chaste wife is tapping him really nicely on the shoulder while oh, it's no. happening. Yeah, he's rattled and Good. misses the second one, fully overcompensating. <laughs> it goes, goes a bunch of feet to the right.
3: It's, it like slightly goes back to where it was before. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then he hits it on the third one, much less dramatically when you just see the same thing three times in a row.
2: Yeah, yeah, great job.
0: Three lips comes out blindfolded with one of his guards just flying the biggest flag you've ever seen <laughs> behind him. Uh, as three lips just blindfolds himself and fires at the fires at the target. It's a little bit off to the right, but it's it's solid, doesn't it on first try.
1: Thank God. I thought he was gonna miss wildly and hit an audience member. <laughs>
2: Good. Good that he didn't. Troy's fist like goes up automatically to start this pumping for the crags and he like takes his other hand and like brings his wrist down. Like
0: No, <laughs> no not yeah. uh, now. The, for, for the first shot, Fran Boussier reads a has someone, has someone come out with like a black beret and a, sh- and a shirt with uh, something in French on it, it who's holding a bullhorn and she reads a five minute long speech all in French and then <laughs> just blasts the target away fully. They all
2: snap at the end. C'est pas de qualité, C'est pas de <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: Yeah. Say, pas de fraternité, spit.
1: I think we quit and that wins. Well, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, all right. It is time for.
0: It's time for Troy Riptide. Troy Riptide. This is Troy's first performative shot.
2: Brandon, do you want to go first or should I go first? I think we should do the one with Umby first and then this one should be our finisher. Okay. okay. Sounds Tight. good. All right. So Troy, uh, shirtless, wearing his usual kind of baggy pirate pants and boots, wings tightly tied up, nice and freshly pressed for the day, uh, walks out onto the field with Umby next to him.
1: And Umby is the most like flamboyantly like interpretive dance you've ever seen. Just like, you know, tiptoeing forward, tiptoeing back, arms everywhere, and he sort of begins with a musical rendition. Where he goes across the field, laying some oil (laughs) across the field as he does the dance, and then returns to Troy's side. This feels like interpretive dance you see, like in a modern rendition Mm -hmm. of an ancient Greek play. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes, we're depicting Trojan War.
1: (laughs) And then after he's done with the dance, he returns to the pedestal and stands about mm, 10 feet in front of Troy with a, uh, let's see, what would this look like?
2: I was picturing like a like a glass orb, like a thing you would find in like a fancy restaurant, but you tell me.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, a very delicate glass orb with like a swirling glittery liquid in the in the in it. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh Umbi, give me a performance check.
2: Ooh. Love it. Ooh. Try ooing and eyeing, kneeling, pointing. God fucking
0: damn it. <laughs> Come on,
1: Brandon. Uh nine. That's fine. That's okay.
0: good. Okay. Uh you do it? And people were like good job. Hey, great job, old guy.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: It's like, look at this granny rap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, hey, nothing gained, nothing earned. Just, just saying. The, the okay. crowd's like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen next. Right. Okay, okay, cool.
2: And then Troy's going to kneel down and raise his crossbow and uh, say, hit it, Gramps.
1: And directly on the beat of the music, Umby throws up this glass vial for Troy. Which
2: Troy then shoots and collides with midway through the air. So I'm gonna roll to hit. Oh yeah. That's only a thirteen.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think that would hit that would hit something that you're you're ready to toss in the air for sure.
2: So the glass orb shatters, the liquid poofs up all around the arrow. And Brandon, tell us what this potion is.
1: Well, this is a potion of growth, of course, Eric. So the <laughs> okay. arrow
2: does grow many times its own size as it arcs in a graceful parabola to then descend upon the target.
1: What, what's what size is it? The target size doubles in all dimensions and its weight is multiplied by eight. This growth <laughs> <laughs> it increases its size by one category.
0: Yep. My one category? Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> for content.
3: Okay. d sizes. It's going to go from like tiny to small, but
2: still. I mean, double. It's
0: double. Yeah. The, no, no, no.
1: That's a lot.
2: Double the length, but also yeah. double the girth. The width.
1: And its weight's multiplied by eight. You so know. even if it's like... Like it's dense arrow now. So when it hits the target, it's going to be like. Uh,
3: like throwing like a spear through it. I just want to yeah. point
0: out. So the smallest size is tiny, which is up to two and a half by two and a half feet. This goes to small, which is maximum five by five.
4: <laughs> yeah. so
2: it's just
0: like a, five, a javelin. It's a five foot long arrow. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a, it turns into a javelin exactly. in the air. Oh, my God. Yep. Does it hit, Eric? Uh, Well, I think that we, uh, we got to roll for it. Yeah. Yeah, let's roll for hitting the target.
1: Looking for 12.
2: Oh yeah, no, that's a 9 plus 5 for 14.
1: 14. Oh, bang! Bang A-ray. on. As right. soon Oh, it's not over. Oh. As soon as the arrow comes like a millimeter away from the target, Umby throws a tiny little popper onto the field where he was throwing the oil, and when it hits the target, it slams down. The field erupts into flames and it just spells bullseye in flames. <laughs> I, like I thought you were going to
3: describe it like a flaming butterfly and underneath it just says Troy reptile
1: Oh, that's cool too. We could do yeah. that instead. That's fine. Whatever. You can be whatever you want.
2: Brandon, whatever you want.
1: I like bullseye. Bullseye's fun. Bullseye's
2: cute. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And then uh, try and um, be yell in unison Bullseye, baby.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Give me both performance checks, please.
2: Ooh, how's a 19? Ooh. Fuck yeah.
1: How's a 7? <laughs> Less
2: good. <laughs>
1: it's okay. You set, you set expectations with your 9 before. Mm-hmm. It's okay. My rolls are trash today. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brandon,
2: you, you're doing great.
1: Thanks. Maybe people just really didn't like Umpie's leotard or whatever. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm.
2: They're like, it really shouldn't be worn over an entire suit of clothes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a real choice. Let's go over to the judges and see what they thought of this flaming bullseye. Troy, you look over and you see that the mayor is one of the judges, Mayor Moonshine, who you met before.
2: Mr. Moonshine, we met before.
0: (laughs) No, no, we didn't. Nine. (laughs) All
2: right. Good job, team. What's this out of? Ten. Nice. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I think that you end up getting an average. You get a nine, an eight, an eight, uh, a seven, and a four from a grumpy looking pill bug.
2: Rude. Troy, like, scoops up some of the oil and slathers his chest, and he's like, even now, even now?
1: Okay. Drops <laughs> it at five.
2: Yeah, Thanks. there we go. Nice. There we go.
1: Okay. Umby looks at the pill bug and just does the, like, I'm watching you <laughs> eyes. The, the pill bug takes out a dagger. <laughs>
3: you got a 36! Pretty good.
1: Pretty good.
2: Pretty
3: good.
1: Pretty good. That's like a B minus, you know? That's a B minus. Mm-hmm. It's like.
0: a
2: will take it. Listen, we're building to a grand finale. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Solid. I think
0: this one, this puts you at fourth place okay. in between uh, kind of smack dab in the middle. Not good. Uh, That's worse what? than we were before. <laughs>
3: just for this round though not like
0: oh overall, just for this round right? just for that yeah all <laughs> the you were all in fourth place however it's actually pretty tightly packed uh, only the folks above you got uh, high 30s low 40s oh okay yeah uh, th- three lips is in second because he looked really um, people felt bad for him and at the top <laughs> <laughs> and, and they thought that he probably couldn't do a second one and at the top Cervantes beautifully delicately damn it. Uh, masterfully keeping it up. But still, nothing, no one's blown any socks off yet.
1: How is Archimedes doing? How's my how's my apprentice?
0: Archimedes spent 5 minutes setting up an incredibly convoluted and like the largest you know in war movies when a sniper takes out a gun from <laughs> yeah. a case. Mm-hmm. Archimedes builds like a 10-foot-long sniper rifle, (laughs) laser sniper rifle from a case that one of his footmen brought him. (laughs) He spends the entire time doing it, and then it goes boom, and he's like, I did it! Perfect!
3: Interesting. So, it was
0: really performance low, difficulty high, and it took a really long time and people got bored, because it was just like (laughs) silent, hearing someone go... (laughs)
1: <laughs> he just he's not you know he can't get the the flamboyance that he needs without his mentor that's why know? he
2: needs your tutelage yeah I know. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: so a lot there are a lot of there are a lot of scores hovering around mid 30s late 30s and high and low 40s so uh it's all it's anyone's game Cool. great back to be ours all right. Yeah. There's more of a montage. It happens so fast, I can't describe it. Uh-huh. And everyone goes, ooh, 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 ooh. It's like, all right, once again, Troy Riptide for his second shot. Yeah. Troy's not on the field. Yes.
3: You don't see Troy on the field, but you see Cammy walking over, like, a basket full of arrows ooh. to about, like, 30 feet away from the target. And then also, like, throwing down, like, a bunch of flowers. Yeah. Mm. They're like a flower girl. Yeah. Yes. And then, like, candy blasting, so there's a bunch of, like, Werther's Originals in the mix as well.
0: <laughs> All right. Performance check, please.
3: Great. Yes. That is a 16.
0: Ooh, nice, nice Good. People, people are like, ooh,
3: I want that candy. Cammie throws some into the crowd. Yeah. Cammie. <sighs> Cammie. Over here. Cammie. Over here. Cammie. I'll be for you. Thanks. Cammie adds a little extra in front of the pill bug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You look grumpy. Every grumpy person I've ever met loves Werther's Originals. That's true. I do love them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, you get, you understand me.
3: All right. So you'll notice also that Nani's not on Cami's shoulders, but rather is perched on Troy's shoulders right
2: now.
4: Ooh. And
2: Troy stands at the very back of the stadium, in the nosebleed seats at the very highest edge of of the stadium.
0: (laughs) Where's Troy? And then like the... Where's Troy? Where's Troy? Where's Troy? Troy? The spotlight. (laughs) It's like, oh, we don't see the competitor Troy Riptide as the spotlight is like searching around for him.
2: Yeah. Where did he go? And then it hits on his uh, glistening pecs as he stands at the very top, yeah, edge Uh, of the stadium.
1: We're blinded.
2: (laughs) Blinding his opponents and he like gives a little like drop of a handkerchief to signal Cammy to start.
3: And Nani touches Troy on the cheek with a single tentacle. Of course. Casts Swift Flight on Troy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What does that do?
3: Swift Flight allows uh, until the end of the target's next turn, it has a fly speed of 30 feet. It falls at the end of
2: its turn in the air and nothing else is holding it if aloft.
3: Oh, Mm
0: -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. So you got six seconds.
2: Yeah. So Troy gives Nani a lethal kiss and then swan dives off the back of the stadium.
1: Oh, why? What? Where's he going? Where's he going? Ah, What? I'm thrilled.
3: (laughs) And as Troy begins to fall, Cammie casts Petal Storm, where
2: she has now spread the petals the arrows and the candy yeah so it rises up in a huge cloud troy is falling like over the seats toward the middle of the stadium and you can't see anything it's all obscured there's dirt and dust and salty air and petals and arrows all swirling around until out of the almost like the bottom of the funnel of this tornado cloud troy falls wings spread, and you can see very clearly deep slits have been cut in the sides of his wings, like a lateral opening um, where normally the wings should be all one shape, but instead there is like an arrow slit, like on a castle wall uh, through each of the wings. But due to Nani and Kami's help, for a little while at least, he can glide. I
0: like, maybe there's steam surrounding your wings a little bit. Exactly Mm -hmm. right. Oh, man.
2: And uh, aloft from the middle uh, of the cloud, he shoots... A very simple arrow down to the middle of the target. How far away? Uh, it's about 150 feet up. Cool. Yeah.
0: That's within regular range.
2: That is long range.
0: Oh, it's long range. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. Uh,
2: however, I am using a risk die to double the normal and maximum range for my ranged weapon attack. It's called steady aim. So even though it's, it appears to be long range, the stats are treating it like it's regular range. All right. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Troy
0: with his wings outstretched, hanging, hanging in the sky.
2: And it's a 22.
1: <sighs> that's good. Hey, Eric. I think hey, that's Eric, a very high number. I think it's a
2: really good score.
3: Hey,
1: folks. Actually. That's a good shot.
0: That's a good score.
3: So if I if I may flavor a little further, Amanda. Please. please. Now, the real beauty of Petal Storm is I can move the storm as a bonus action. Sure, yep. I bet you can. So you see, like, the storm moves and it surrounds the target. And when the storm dies down, there's a bunch of just like arrows stuck to the target. But the one that Troy shot is right in the center.
2: Yeah, it's got yellow tails. And that's how you know it's his.
1: Mm-hmm. Tight.
0: The crowd erupts. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, oh, my God. Ah, ten. 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 ten, ten. ten. ten is
2: just laying on his back, wings spread in the grass, Nani on his bare chest, like s- splorping through the oil, being like, woo. And he's like, oh, my <laughs> <to> God. <Ten. sighs>
0: Automatically, the mayor, Mayor Moonshine, holds a 10 up. Oh, 10! And then the next, judge, the next judge says, 10! Yeah! And the next judge says, 10! And Hell the next yeah! judge says, 10! Woo! And the pill bug at the end... <gasps>
3: I drop more candy onto his
2: lap. There's more where that came from. Troy holds Nani. Looks adorable, like an adoptable photo of a puppy.
0: <laughs> and then you see. Oh, all right. Ten. Yay! Yeah! Yay! Yeah. Man, that was, okay, that was really good, folks. That was good. That's a 50. That's a perfect score. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Incredible! Try is
2: weeping. He's holding oh Nani. I feel like crying. The oil <laughs> is like sticking to the dust. His wings are like crumpled.
1: You're gonna need a super big shower after this. <laughs>
2: he's he's so. Proud.
1: So you were fourth here
0: and depending on the order you went, it kind of goes in for reverse order. So three more people went after you. There's certainly some score creep now that the first 50 has been put on the board. Sure. So the next scores are higher, but nothing ends up eclipsing that 50. So eventually it's like, alright, we are tallying up our final scores, but I think for the, all of you who don't know how to do math at home. That's me. Hey, that's me. Hey, that's me. <laughs> you, are, you know who's ending up being our winner, seven, Radbert Sting. Oh, Radbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Radbert. Sorry, bro. God. Sorry, bro. Okay. Six, Three Lips. Troy, uh, make a perception check as you look over mm. Three Lips.
3: Remember when we thought, like, oh, Three Lips is going to win, and then we're just going to have to steal this off of him? <laughs> it was actually a natural 20. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Troy, you look
0: over, and, and Three Lips is looking down at his shoes, and you notice all of his... Guards are looking at you intensely.
1: Are they like Are they like hot though, Eric? Like are, they, are they getting getting You know, they need to fan is themselves. Is it because Troy is like, so
0: hot? Yeah. Oh, hold on, Brandon. Let me look at my notes really quickly. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. No, it's not because they're hot. <laughs> oh, okay. They're looking at you cold and aware. Five continuous thankful. Yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Fourth, Archimedes 7. All right. Third, Frambois Boussier. She actually, in their final one, she just kind of blew up <laughs> the target said, in the largest oh. explosions anyone's seen. Right?
3: Was was Umby a little jealous, but also a little turned on?
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. She also ended up being last because she did so poorly with her speech. So Got there was it. a lot of score creep. So she ended up getting a 48 <laughs> for that. Two. Kid Cervantes, number one, Troy Riptide! And for a tie for third, that puts Troy in the top two. He's going to be able to have first pick in the duel round as as Kid Cervantes gets the bye. Oh. All right, everyone, another rousing round here of the Bullseye Games. Get ready for tomorrow, the final round, where the duel to the death decides the winner. Woo!
2: I did forget about the death.
1: I'll sing you a song that all green folk